back to Salt Cravings, Ooh. a podcast where we solve our cravings. I'm Claire. And I'm Brianna. Woo! Hey, Brianna, do you know what I want to do? Uh, what do you want to do, Claire? I want to solve some cravings. <laughs> yes, let us solve some cravings. Uh... If you can't tell, this is the Halloween episode. It is. It's the episode where it's Halloween. It's Halloween right today as we're recording this and also releasing this. That's and accurate. Every day from now on is actually just Halloween. It is. Well, you know, it's, it is. That's what they call the month. Halloween month. Halloween month. So what are you? Are you, are you excited for Halloween? Is Halloween your, your, your total jam? Halloween is definitely up there. I don't think it's yeah. my number one, but it's mm-hmm. definitely in the top three. And I am so ready. I am so excited for this year. I already have my Halloween costume X days in advance. You don't know when this was recorded. Wow, that's a lot of days. X whole days. X whole days. Yeah. Yeah. No, wow. Is, it's just that's really early. This is the this is the earliest I've ever actually had a costume oh, in advance, man. and so I'm really excited to be ready and not have the week of Halloween upon me and go, oh no, who am I? Well, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because my first craving is exactly that, not <laughs> my, having not having that be my situation. Because see, here's the thing. Okay. Okay, here's the thing, if I may get into it. If you may. I, I and I'm and I think I may because I mean otherwise the show's done. You're right, that is that is So true. I guess you better continue. Which is the the you know, the scariest thing that they could get this Halloween. Exactly. Is the, the end of salt cravings. So I have a craving that I really need and that I know is never going to be filled. So you know how like there's pre-done costumes that pe- that are just like in stores and stuff? Yeah. Um the majority of costumes. The majority of costumes are that. And those are great because I'm super busy and I just like can't go to like Dressu store, I think it's just in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, and then like go over to Value Village and grab some stuff there and then grab some stuff here. And I, you know, it's, it's a lot to put together. Unfortunately, the things that I really enjoy dressing up as are, are really obscure. Okay. <laughs> and so my craving is for some really obscure <laughs> costumes. Um, of just like, yeah, costumes that are of things that are super obscure and only I and like a couple of other gays like them, like Friends of the Table. Right. Um, you want your favorite podcast characters to be in major department stores. Of course I do. Are you kidding me? Of course I want to go into, I want to go and be able to buy just like. You want to buy the Claire and Brianna Salt Cravings Halloween Costume 2018 Edition. Ah! Uh, um, I don't know. Mm, I, I really am wondering what they do for our costumes. Actually, this is a fun idea. Claire, <laughs> what's the costume of you? Well, if it's 2018 and yes. it's ha- you, the costume has to be me during Halloween. Yes. So is it, is it the costume that I'm going to do and everyone just copies me? Or is it me the rest of the year? Cause I could I be think- tired student edition <laughs> or you could have very exciting summer edition or you could have wrapped in a blanket and never moving anywhere edition. (laughs) 
the three versions. Yeah, what about you? I think mine is just, mine really is kind of the same all year round. Like, it's just a dress and then, like, probably a wig or something. And then, like, the rest is just, like, you can choose to add leggings if you want, if you want to do the winter edition. A blanket, probably also. I don't know if I wrap myself in the blanket that much, but I definitely always have a blanket on throughout, like, three seasons of the year. So there's that possibility. Maybe maybe there's another maybe there's another salt cravings costume where it's just our logo as a costume and you can je- dress up. <laughs> you can up. just be a salt shaker. You can be a salt shaker and it'll say salt cravings across it and have the little, be, the little woman symbol. Yeah, you could be the classic salt and pepper shakers, but instead it's just two salt shakers and they're the same costume. <laughs> but you have to buy two of them. They don't come in once. Uh, and the, and the, yeah, exactly. You have to buy both of them for you and a friend. But it's the same costume. It's, it's the just same costume. I don't know. You could also have it be like one just has a wig that is my hair. One has a wig that's your okay. hair. Okay. There you go. That's cute. You could also wear both of them at once if it's cold. Just layered. <laughs> I guess. I guess you could. That is an option that would be available. So that's that's a costume I'd like to see in stores this Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I never grew up in the city, so when I would always get my costumes, we'd always go to, like, Walmart was, yeah. like, the place to get yeah. your costume. Because Walmart has that whole Halloween department where at the beginning of October, you have three aisles of costumes. And then by th- about the last week before Halloween, you have three aisles of, like, five different costumes. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So, it's, growing up, I it was the mainstream stuff, like, you know, generic uh, vampire. You can be a nurse this year. <laughs> you get to be, I don't know, Vlad the Impaler, maybe, if you're imaginative. I it's love just the, a different vampire. I, no, I mean, Vlad it's, the fine, Impaler, it's <laughs> Vlad the Impaler was like a, a historical figure. Well, now he's just a vampire. I mean, he was what to people... be a Halloween costume. <laughs> It's just a bunch of different historical figure names, but they're all vampire costumes. Vlad the Impaler's costume would just, it would come come along with stake for you to put your enemy's heads on. <laughs> exactly. But now you can hold the stake and like with fangs, you are now a vampire with a stake. Vlad- to fight off people yeah. who would try to fight you with a stake, it's true. you have an advantage now. I mean, Vlad the Impaler was rumored to be a vampire. So that was like the thing that he let his enemies believe so they wouldn't come attack him. See, we so- also have other vampires such as Shakespeare. Yes. Frankenstein. Uh-huh. And- wait, wait. <laughs> the, the, the builder of Frankenstein, of the monster or the monster? Yes. Great. <laughs> both famed vampires. They're both very famous vampires. Gosh. So, yeah. yeah, in the city now, we have, like, Spirit Halloween and yeah. Dressu and I all worked, those I worked fancy at, ones. I worked at Party City for a bit and, like... Oh. Yeah, not great. Not pretty great bad. Stuff. Pretty bad. They used we used to have like this just whole wall of just so many costumes. We had so so many varieties of costumes, and and that was cool, uh, I guess. But also, Party City sucks. And I don't know. In general, there is a lot more options, but there still aren't enough. There still aren't enough for the obscure stuff that I that I want to be for Halloween. I don't know if I've ever even done like a store bought costume. I think I've done things that could have been store bought. I think like. 
last year I was I was Ray from Star They're Wars. Just so good that it could have been Starbot. It's true. It's true. Last year I did Ray from Star Wars, which I I could have gotten a Starbot costume for, but I was just like, nah, I can get this. Like, I can do this cheaper on my own. So what are you this Halloween? I still don't know. Is the thing. Uh, I ran a Twitter poll a while back. And what was the answer? Uh, well, the answer. So the four options were some podcast character, of course, um, of, of course, a like famous Hollywood starlet. Cause that kind of be fun. Very generic and abstract so far, right? Uh, yeah, they were kind of all meant to be abstract. Did you have an idea for each of them? I I did have some ideas for each of them. Well, as we um, go through them, who was each idea? Who was oh my the podcast God. character? It was gonna be either Luke from the Adventure Zone, which I ended up doing for the live show we just went to. Great. Um, or it was gonna be Signet from Friends of the Table. Don't know um, that character. Yeah, she's she is great. She's the uh always active uh god empowered therapist, um with Sorry. magical powers. God empowered therapist or god therapist. What if it was all at once? <laughs> what if it was she's she's like a like person who is associated with a god and who also has magical powers from being associated with that god and also is a therapist. Great. Yeah. She's she's great. She's an excellent character. She knows how to solve your problems before you do. Sort of. For Holly Starlet, I was kinda, you know, sometimes you just need to dress up like Marilyn Monroe, I think. I think that's just sometimes a thing that you need to do. You know? You wanted your skirt to blow up. Of course. Well, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, then the other option was like a famous, like fictional redhead, which I could have just done like as Ariel from The Little Mermaid, because as we talked about on a on a recent episode, Little Mermaid, I have some feelings about. Right. And also, I was a redhead for the summer, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, which was the option that won, was I don't care, just be slutty. Oh. So got, it's something. It's something like that. So just. For any of these costumes, just don't wear pants. I mean, that's you know, they're, they're, that's an idea. It's a, it's an idea, and I, I'm I'm not saying no to it. I just have to figure I mean, out. Twitter said actively you should do it. This Twitter is did how I'm say interpreting it. Don't t- wear pants. Twitter said that I should be slutty. I just have to figure out what character that is. What the what the option is. I, I'm I'm leaning a little bit towards Signet, but her outfit's kind of a bodysuit, so I don't quite know. It's the bodysuit, but the you have boob windows. Great. Love it. But then people will probably think that I'm like whatever that one character from the from comic books is. I'm pretty Super. sure every character from comic books have a has a boob window. Yeah, but there's one with a particularly like egregious boob window. Yeah, I don't know. My Point comic is, books I read are Lumberjanes and some others. That those we'll talk are good. about another time. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about comic books, but this is Halloween and I still don't know what I'm doing for Halloween and it would really help if I could go out and get a slutty signet costume. Well, okay, let's solve this crazy. Craving. What's how are you going to get a slutty signet costume? Oh my is God. this what you're gonna be? I, I see. This is the thing that I that I don't know. I don't know if I am gonna do that because that would require some work. But also, so will any costume. I feel like I don't want to do something generic because that's too easy. You know, like I could be a cat or whatever, but no, I can't do that, and I won't. I mean, you could. Cats are pretty easy. You get some ears and draw. Yeah, but that's on. but see, that's too easy. There's oh. a range in here. 
here. Okay. Where it's got to be interesting and cool while also fitting like like the actual ability that I have to put stuff together. Great. It, so so let's let's say Signet for now. The thing is is that I've chosen a character from a sci-fi series, which automatically makes everything about ten times harder. Great. Because the outfits are made of futuristicy things that don't exist in our world. Just wrap aluminum foil around your body. Okay. So that's there's there's an idea. That's 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 a that's a choice that I could make. There's also her main thing would be there's like a crown on her head and she has a weird bug thing. I really like Friends of the Table because it has really weird stuff. But she has a weird gigantic golden bug like beetle robot thing and is I think canonically has long blonde hair and stuff. So you have to dye your hair. Probably a wig. But also, you know, I could just dye my hair blonde. I feel like I don't want to dye my hair blonde though. Uh how would people differentiate us, Claire? We are completely different people. I don't I don't know. No, but we'd be we'd look exactly the same. There's there's no we're 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 exactly the same person and therefore we'd have no differences between us. Okay. <laughs> And then, yeah, otherwise it's a bodysuit. And then a weird almost whip thing, but not a whip. It would just be like a scarf, probably. Like, what if You're just what if a, a scarf, scarf was a weapon? What if a scarf was a weapon? Well, used right, it could be. Yeah, but it has, like, weapon bits on the end of it. Well, it's weapon bits. Well, blades, but future blades, I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's also a podcast character, so some stuff is unclear, right? scarf blades. See, this is the thing. This don't, is the reason. Don't you just hate it when your scarf blades <laughs> accidentally come? out and they just sort of cut you up because yeah. you're wearing your cute scarf with yeah. blades on it. I mean, it's it's a magic-y, futuristic scarf, so, you know, it's probably fine. But this is my point, is that I don't think that Spirit Halloween's gonna quite have this costume. No, I suppose not. You'll have to get a scarf and then sew knives onto it. Yeah, which really does seem inconvenient. Yeah. And also potentially a little dangerous. I don't know. That something feels slightly dangerous about that. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want the scarf falling into wrong hands. It wouldn't look good on anyone else. <laughs> Exactly, that's the dangerous part of that. Exactly. So that's my, my craving is for some really obscure Halloween costumes so that I can be slutty Signet. Also, she's got a bodysuit, as I mentioned, but I guess with slutty version of costume, there's just no pants, which, you know, as you mentioned, what all costumes should be. What are you, what are you doing for, for Halloween for your costume? Do you want to reveal it at this point or is it? Sure. Well, it actually ties into my first craving. Hell yeah, go. Yeah. So my first craving is wearing fangs because my costume is going to be a vampire this year, but not just any vampire. It is also a podcast episode. Of course it is. It's Danny from The Adventure Zone. But also, I've just sort of taken to calling it Vampire Dyke because no one's going to know the difference. So this year I'm a Vampire Dyke, which is to say I'm no different than any other day, essentially. (laughs) I've I've seen this costume already because you you wore it to uh, a live show and it was really excellent. But do you want to describe for the listeners? Yeah, what sure. the look what the look is. Basically, the whole outfit. Um, I went to Studio FX in Vancouver and got mm. uh, contacts. They are orange contacts. They're not as beastly as their name implies, as they're entitled beast. But mm. they're more just adorable orange esque contacts that make my I mean, pupils real big. They're really 
they do make your pupils real big. Yeah, when they I was make like, me look like an anime character more than an, <laughs> like a wild animal. They, I don't know. I feel like when when I saw you with them, I was definitely taken aback in a way that wasn't just like, oh, that's cute, but oh, those are bright. Oh, okay. And, uh, like I'm they glad. have a they have a scare factor too, though. Okay, good. That I, when I look at the photos of me that I have posted on uh, social media, it sort yeah. of just looks like I'm adorable anime character, which is weird. Well, that's probably because you are just in general adorable. Great. So that's um, probably that issue. Another part of the costume is, of course, the fangs, which yeah. where the craving comes from. I super enjoyed wearing the fangs, actually, because they're not intrusive at all. Mm. I decided I wanted to get real FX fangs. They were $25, but in comparison to buying like a costume at Walmart, mm-hmm. which is already like $50 to $60, it's, you know, it's worth it. You can't eat or drink with them, but you can talk with them pretty easily, so you don't have yeah. to take them out like uh, a dollar store set of fangs or something, because they just go onto your two teeth. Your teeth. Yeah, and I loved wearing them because it just sort of mm-hmm. felt like I had fangs as well, and <laughs> I've never understood uh, the fascination when there was this fascination with being a vampire around mm. the time that Twilight came out, oh, and I never understood God. that fascination <laughs> until this year. Oh my God, is this your way of saying that you just want to have fangs year-round? Yes, this is my craving, is now oh, I just want to have fangs God. all the time. I mean... Just quickly to go through the rest of the right. costume. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's also a plaid button-up, jeans, yeah. and a leather coat. Hence the dike. Yeah. I mean, also because Danny is gay. Also because Danny is gay. But and also, also yeah. me. And also, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also you. I love... It's a really good costume. It looks excellent and it's going to be great. I'm um, really excited to wear it again. I, I want to circle back to the fangs and to the being of a vampire. In order to solve this craving... We have to find a vampire <laughs> to turn me into a vampire... Well, that's that's certainly true. But I guess the the thing that we should consider before we do this is uh, I think that uh, we should get you like an informed consent sort of model for becoming a vampire where we talk through some of the realities of being a vampire and make sure you're ready to handle them. I mean, I guess I couldn't be a vegetarian anymore. You really could not. You really, you would have to drink blood. Yeah, but I mean, I could get that blood from like blood store. I mean, so... The other thing is I don't think they let you just do that. I would just go to the butcher and get, like, a it's bunch the, of meat and well, then drink the blood. it depends on which version of vampires we're talking oh, about. Oh, does it have because to be human blood? there are versions of vampires that say it has to be human blood. Oh, if it has to be human blood, then I'll just, like, get some really good friends. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, well, okay. Well, hang on. I, I was uh, prepared to power through, but I, I want to <laughs> circle back. Are you planning to just drink your friend's blood? Only the friends that want me to drink their blood. So, okay. Um, I know that we're all about community and all about friendship and all these things, but how many friends do you think you have who are going to be super down to let you drink their blood? Well, okay, here's another question. What's the process of turning into a vampire? Because sometimes it's you just bite someone and they're a vampire and then your food source is gone. But other, but the more classic one that I remember is you have to drink their blood and they have to drink your blood. There's, there's several versions. There's several versions 
is my understanding is like some in some of them you have to die first right you have to get like i had a character in a dnd game nearly become a vampire because by the rules of the the world we were playing in she got like infected with this disease that like kills you and then turns you into a vampire after oh, death okay um there's many different versions of this so so the first thing we'd need to look into so we have to like what is what, what is, is the, the reality yeah what is the process and is this sustainable i would kind of hope it's sustainable i really would that that you don't bite someone and then turn into a vampire that you you have to do a little more than that yeah because then i mean my food supply would go and that'd be dreadful exactly exactly and and that would just wouldn't be ideal i know some 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 versions it's a it's a ritual that makes you become a vampire so we might have to get together some cultists oh that'd be really neat i could have my own cult centered around me the vampire isn't that what you've always wanted yeah, that's definitely something that I've wanted ever since I was little. <laughs> when you were a small child, someone asked you, so uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you said, I want to... I want to be just like Jesus. I want to have a cult center around me. <laughs> and also be a vampire just like Jesus. He rose again. <laughs> I th- There's potentially lots of ways to be undead, but also, of course, Jesus was a vampire. Did you miss the part where... You blood. have to drink his you blood. You have to in drink church. his blood in church. Yeah, that's that's a pretty pretty sizable uh, connection there. I will say that there are some benefits to being a vampire because every vampire novel that has ever been, literally from the first vampire novel, which I actually know the history of, it was Le Vampire. It was written in the Romantic era, and it was written about. It was written by like Lord Byron's doctor, where Byron was basically the vampire. Um, so what you're saying is I'm going to get my own book deal. See, this is... So, yes, absolutely. That's that's a part of this. The part that I mean is since this this beginning, right? This beginning of vampire novels, vampires were always sexy. Okay. So, you just get to to kind of reap those benefits. I mean, the eternal life and being really attractive. Yeah. Drinking blood and, like, being a bat. Also, being able to fly is pretty cool. Yeah, being able to fly would be cool. I don't really see the downside. I mean, so, like, you know, the, I think the blood is probably the big one, right? I mean, but it would taste really good to me if I was a vampire, so I don't think that's a downside. But it would just be a matter of where you can get the blood. Because if you can get the blood from animals, that's that's one thing. But I if you have to get it, if you have to get it from people, you you might Go need to, to the blood bank. I, that's not. I don't. It think... worked in Twilight. <laughs> oh, I'll you're just right. Change career paths. And oh, I'm a doctor. so. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't thinking about Doctor the... Pyre. <laughs> Doctor Pyre. What? <laughs> First name Vam. Oh my god, that's that's really bad. That was low-hanging fruit. That was low-hanging fruit. I was trying to figure out what, because I thought you were going for Sire. No. Yeah. Um, no, I'd have lots of those. That's where my blood would come if I couldn't go to the blood Okay, bank. so how are you going to get all these sires? Well, normally you either just hypnotize them or drink their blood, right? So, I will say, like, yes, that is normally what you do. I will say there are some potential moral implications there. I mean, like what? Well, people, I I tend to believe that people should generally have their free will. I mean, they can have their free will, they just have to give me blood once a week. So the thing is that that's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how free will works. If they're bound in some sort of contract that they did not consent to and cannot escape, I'm pretty sure that does not count as free will. What if I pay them more than minimum wage? Then can I keep them? 
Because I'm pretty sure Where that's are you just get what most companies do already. That's, that's accurate. Hey, listen, I'll pay you $18 an hour to be my sire. Yeah. I'm sure there are people who would line up for that. Of course there are. I would say then you become the capitalist. Ooh, the capitalist vampire. Also, it, within that is like, where are you getting all this money to pay it's these like people? like the Monopoly man, but with <laughs> blood bags instead of money bags. And he just has fangs. <laughs> he just has fangs. Where are you getting all this money to pay all these sires? I mean, I don't know. The talk show appearances? Probably. I mean, I'm like a vampire. I can be a public figure. Okay, I will say someone might try to kill you. I mean, maybe, but also I'd have fans who would defend me. Okay, I'd become so- the first pop star vampire. <laughs> what your your plan here is to not only become a vampire, I'm bring vampires into the light. <laughs> you're going to do basically. You're gonna be the first public right. out vampire. Yeah, you're gonna be a famous. Vampires don't have to hide in the coffins anymore. <laughs> They're not in the shadows any longer. No. They're out in the in the open. Oh, also the daylight thing. That's the other thing about vampires. I'm not sure if you if you remember that bit, but uh yeah, you can't be out in the sun. It's fine. I live forever. Like forever and half of the day of forever is still more than I mean that's true enough. You would just have to do everything at night. Also, it's kinda great because like I'd probably still be anxious all the time, but it would be nighttime, so there wouldn't be people around. So I could go out at night and like not really worry because if okay, but nothing tried would to be. Mug me, would like, anything be open? Would anything be open when you go out at night? Just go to Seven Eleven. Also, there's twenty four hour places. Also, I can turn into a bat and fly across the city without a car. There's also the fact that like the sun goes down in the winter at like five p.m. Right, exactly. Like you, you, you're up at five p.m. That's not too bad. It's like a, I have twelve hours. To I know teenagers who are worse. Than that. <laughs> Sometimes I was the teenager who was oh, yeah. worse than that. Same. You know, okay, I see it. So so I love the fact that you've decided to become a vampire. There's all of these benefits, but you did originally do this and are still doing this mainly because you want fangs year-round. Right. There might be other ways to get you fangs. Are you interested in those, potentially? I mean, are they as cool as becoming a vampire? Because I'm, pr- like, I, I'm pretty set into this vampire thing at this point. No, I don't think... I was thinking, you know, you could do, like, a surgery to get fangs installed or something. But I think the vampire thing is maybe cooler. It would just be a little bit of a life upheaval. I'm not certain you could continue being in classes. night classes. I mean, true. But night classes also start often when the sun is still up. I mean, I have normal classes that start when the sun goes down. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I mean, yeah, you know. That's just Vancouver, though. That's just Vancouver. Class starts at 6.30, sun sets at 5. Yeah, but that's only in the winter. In the summer, you're just like in bed till 10. That happens. Okay. I mean, this is this is a choice that you've made. Maybe, yeah, this is a choice that you've made. You know what? Maybe I, I think just we should... wear a complete bodysuit and like goggles so I can go in this light and I just become the really weird vampire who like everyone knows it's the vampire but like full body suit. I'm not in the sunlight. I have a full body suit. Or you could go for the cloak but I guess the body suit is the better idea for some reason. I mean it's 2018 vampires have to have like a new meme worthy sort of appearance okay so you're thinking like we're bringing it right, into the daylight you're right we are doing vamp vampire here vampire <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. The and I mean, there's probably you could get like a designer to design you some clothes, right? That exactly. could like get, have you out in the daylight. Sort of like have some umbrellas workshops to like yeah. fancy umbrellas, daylight mm. protection, Van- UV one thousand, vamp protection. I I also think like maybe with you being out in in the world, right, and being famous and people looking up to you, maybe some other people will want to be vampires. I mean, right? we can have an entire vampire backup band for the vampire pop star like album that's going to come out oh yeah you're who's the are you you're the you're dropping an album a vampire album yep the first ever by vampires for vampires <laughs> can non-vampires not listen to it they can listen to it they just can't really like hear all the sounds that are being produced because right. of course like human hearing range isn't as good as vampire hearing range right fair so sometimes it just sounds like screaming and humans like won't really understand it but the vampires will get the nuance i think i think really what we should be what we should consider here is that there are going to be all those sorts of differences right so you just have to be prepared for your life to change pretty drastically and you know i think as long as you're there you know i i, I gotta say I, I support this do you think do you think animals would react to you differently that is a downside i think more dogs would bark at me but also maybe they like want to chase me and i just be like yes come to me and then i turn into a bat at last second and we play chasing games how would may react to you i don't i mean she already doesn't like me <laughs> that's fair she's indifferent towards everyone yeah unless you have treats or unless it's the morning and she wants snuggles okay that's fair she who knows maybe she'll still want hopefully she'll still want snuggles once you're a vampire maybe i'll be able to talk to humans if i'm a bat or maybe i'll be able to- <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll be able to talk to humans if i'm a bat yeah hey claire maybe you'll be able to talk to talk to people <laughs> Fuck, not likely. <laughs> you're a vampire, but you're still socially awkward. Yeah, so I mean, just... as established, I still am socially awkward. This is why going out at night is perfect. I mean, the other thing here is that you are going to be a public figure. Right. Are you prepared to be socially awkward as a public figure? I'll just have a stunt double. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think that that's what stunt doubles are for. I like fly away as a bat. It's like, oh, this crowd is too much. Goodbye. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. The, this is a good solution. I only problem. sign three autographs at any given time before I leave via bat mode. I mean, you can just sign autographs alone and then send them out. Oh, I guess that's what people do nowadays, isn't it? It, c- it can be. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there are like live signings, but you don't have to attend those. I can have my uh, memoir. Right. It's like to be a vampire to hundred questions of the answers that you've always wondered. It's a little lengthy of a title, but I think people will know that the the second part is your sub, your subtitle. Exactly. I like this. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the vampire life. I'm, I'm excited for you to be a vampire and for you to be immortal and have fangs. Yeah. It's Uh, all worth it for the fangs. Well, yeah, that, that really is the, the important thing here that you're changing your entire life and self and everything just so you can have fangs. You're very pointy and great. (laughs) What's your next craving? <laughs> my uh, my next craving is sort of about the other half of Halloween, the ha- the half that isn't about costumes. Zombies? No. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. I was thinking other half of vampires, which is obviously zombies. It's werewolves. What? I don't know. Werewolves aren't undead, though. Yeah, but werewolves and vampires are like a classic at each other's throats combo. You know, the constantly is vampires versus werewolves. That's pretty classic. That's I didn't as classic. Even think about it. that's werewolves as- are gonna hate me if I turn. 
married to a vampire. That's true. But like, who among us has not had werewolves hate us? Am I right? True. And and so my other craving is is about the other half of Halloween itself, which is the scary. Oh. Right? Because Halloween for some reason, is supposed to be scary. Um, and I say for some reason because I don't like scary. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am a very anxious woman and I am scared of a lot of things and one of the things that like really gets me is uh scary movies horror movies scary movies any of those sorts of thrillers like those sorts of things cannot do it it is like it like messes with my head in a really negative way and so my craving is sort of just to be able to watch these movies because they are an extremely interesting genre that has a lot to offer and also has a lot of interesting things but i can't watch them because when i do watch them i get nightmares for the next like week no. Um, and that is not great. The last scary movie I would have seen would have been Get Out. And even that one, like, got me because of the, just the psychological thriller aspect of it. Even though it is not, like, intended to be scary for the sort of person that I am. Even though even though it is, like, not a horror movie in the same, the same way as some other horror movies. It was still, like, you know, it's scary. <laughs> it's a scary one. And, you know, generally over the years, I have seen a lot of horror movies and they mess with me pretty heavily. So I need someone to make horror movies that are okay for my anxious butt. I'm not really well versed in horror movies either. Mm. I tend to really enjoy the psychological thriller movies though, but never really the gore or like the jump mm. scare ones. It just can't take me out of the feeling that I am watching a movie is my problem with them. Ah, uh, see, that's that's exactly my issue too, but all movies take me out of that feeling if they're good. Oh, okay. I saw recently that Netflix sort of did a parody of itself and now has the uh, Netflix and chills section of their, uh, of movies that yeah. you can watch, which is all just horror movies. And I don't, again, I don't know much about the genre, but I do know that it has been used to explore some very interesting ideas. It has been. Well, I mean, yeah, like horror and monsters and these sorts of things are like really classic ways to talk about all sorts of issues. I mean, like, I mean, the big question of who is the monster is it's kind of a big deal yeah um and it's like you know my favorite one of my favorite literary novels is frankenstein oh that's Um, a really good book it's it's an extremely good book it's very Um, rare not everyone has read it that's a bad joke (laughs) keep going frankenstein frankenstein is great it is like creepy and cool and like a lot of the that era which is the area that i love the romantics is like creepy scary stuff and there's a lot of stuff that they that they explore in that. I mean, Frankenstein is is as much about issues of who is really the monster and issues about oppression and, and marginalization as it is about any other thing. And that's pretty common. Like, horror movies are pretty commonly connected with those sorts of things in ways that are sometimes good and sometimes bad. But it's an interesting genre and I want to be able to, like, speak to it and to watch it, but I can't because brain real scare. Brain real scare at everything, which includes psychological thrillers, which I think are super interesting, but which my brain just can't deal with because it never stops thinking about it and thinking about, but what if real scary, bad, here's some nightmares for three nights at least. 
So how are you going to solve this craving? What do you need to watch a scary movie? I think, I think I just need, this is the thing that I'm, that I'm really trying to wrestle with is like, what is the thing that gets me about it? Is it like, you know, how far out of the movie do I need to be taken before I'm chill about it? Or do I need just like, sometimes watching horror movies in like groups of friends is a lot easier because- You sort of make jokes together. Yeah, you make jokes about it. What a bad monster, Phil. Failed. <laughs> he failed his uh, he failed his athletics check. He failed his maths exam. <laughs> now he has to go haunt the third rate kid. Not, this kid spooks at everything. Doesn't even have to try that hard. It's boring, honestly. Is this? Are you talking about me? Is that me? <laughs> We're talking about how I spook at everything. You get the low rate monsters yeah. because they, they couldn't really pass their spook exams. That's that's accurate. They're spooky. They're spooky. I I'm I yeah I agree. I think maybe what I need is versions of horror movies, but they just have like they just have little warnings for the for the scary that happens. Maybe I just need a, a thing that pops up and says uh, this isn't real. Don't worry. It's sort of or, like those when the news pops up and has like a weather warning and it's like uh, warning tornado yeah. and it just comes on the screen it scrolls across the screen but you just need warning this isn't real you're about to be scared warning you're not going to like this warning it's about to get real in here <laughs> yeah that and also i just need uh it needed to not have any jump scares or things that could cause me specific anxiety really what i need is just the the like the non-scary version of scary movies which i think is just <laughs> You just need all the scary scenes cut out of scary <laughs> movies. I see people to, to I see all stories to be about like uh just people hanging out and then and then there's just like it cuts and then some people are dead. <laughs> Wow, I wonder what happened. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll never know. The The worst, uh, I think, for this that I ever did was I, I recently, sort of when we were starting this podcast, I was in a class on Alfred Hitchcock movies. And actually, Alfred Hitchcock movies are not that scary because they're older and therefore don't freak me out that much. Ooh, um, the depression is coming. God, kind of. Like, or just like, ooh, this is a murderer. And I'm like... I watch, I've watched crime dramas in my time. I'm not that scared by like this, you know, like some, some of the things, the scary thing is this random dude has killed people. Scary. And you're just sort of sitting there like, it's real. that's just the life that people live. Yeah. <laughs> like that is just our world. And, but there are still things that get me about them. The, there's like a bit in Psycho where someone gets, you know, stabbed. I don't think that that's a spoiler to say at this point. It's a, it's a movie from 1960, but there's a part where someone gets stabbed and and it's like a in a horror movie. Yeah, but oh, that's no. not like super common in Hitchcock movies. They're oh, they're okay. scary, but there's not often the violence and gore shown on screen. It's kind of how you never see violence in a Shakespeare play. Oh. Um, you just cut like I've Macduff and Macduff and Macbeth walk off screen fighting, and Macduff comes back with Macbeth's head. Like that is the way that things work in. I mean, it'd be rather hard to show that. Well, exactly. But this is also just the standards of this television and theater. Is really quick. <laughs> I mean, in Macbeth, you know, it's a cursed play, so you go through actors really quick anyway. Okay. Spooky, scary, don't say Macbeth if you're on a stage. Um, if you listen to this while you're about to uh, Wait, isn't it? Is it Hamlet? Is Hamlet the one you're supposed to say? I don't no, know. No, it's Macbeth, it's Macbeth. You would know. It's Macbeth. If Sorry, continue. If you're listening to this and you're about to perform Macbeth, I guess, um... Good luck. Sucks to be you. Yeah, it sucks to be you. Try not to get we real stabbed. We mentioned it so many times. Big 
Macbeth. 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 Now, if you say that three <laughs> times into a mirror, Macbeth will show up behind you and grant you a kingdom. That I you mean, lost. I think Macbeth would show up behind you and just sort of cry because Macbeth's kind of a wuss. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of the plot of Macbeth. Is Macbeth's kind of a wuss, but decides he wants to kill someone anyway, which also is kind of the plot of of some Hitchcock movies. But like, yeah, parts where there is murder and stuff that could happen to you, Cass always really manages to scare. Really just manages to scare. Gives you a real scare. Gives me a, a, a solid fright. And I'd really appreciate if, really what I need is just everyone to stop uh, enjoying scary movies. Can everyone just be like me and be so anxious about horror movies that there's no longer any, any get-togethers of people watching scary movies? I just can't. So just watch a comedy that's Halloween. There's lots of, you know, fun Halloween-y movies. Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Halloween Town. Yeah, I remember Halloween Town and Halloween Town 2, and I'm pretty sure there's a <laughs> Halloween, Halloween Town, Town 3. 3. Yeah. Um, anything that has witches in it, but not the actual scary witches, because witches aren't actually that scary. They're just like, you know. Witches any- are great. Witches are great. There's lots of those, like, Disney Channel-ish Halloween movies, which is what everyone should be watching at their house. Halloween parties rather than scary movies so I can come and enjoy it too. Do you think growing up with Disney movies with witches and Halloween Town and Sabrina the Teenage Witch might have some sort of impact on the amount of witches in Vancouver? Probably. Also probably an impact on the amount of goths and emos in Vancouver. (laughs) I think that those that's a Venn diagram also. I think we all kind of just brought into a world that showed us witches that were like not actually that scary but were kind of cool and often were also like gendered in an interesting way or like defied traditional femininity and therefore everyone was kind of like hell yeah so witches are gay of course witches are gay great haven't you ever seen that really hilarious sign of that dude saying women will learn witchcraft become lesbians and kill their kill their husbands and children or something like that okay yeah lesbians and witches have have had associations for a long time in terms of history usually bad usually people being like lesbians are witches witches are lesbians and therefore we must kill them all welcome to Salem but also I think people have pretty strongly reclaimed the association of lesbians and witches I mean both live with black cats that <laughs> Uh, does this mean I'm not a lesbian anymore? <laughs> yeah, you have to own a black cat in order to be a lesbian. Sorry. Crap. Oh, man. Well, guess that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. The Halloween cookie. Halloween! Who hands out cookies on Halloween? Like, here's some freshly baked cookies into your pile of wrapped Costco candy. Okay, but like, yeah, you're right. You're right. On the one hand, you're right, but also, come to your Halloween party with, uh, with like, I'm the Pillsbury... warm caramel apples into... <laughs> the, the caramel's dripping <laughs> into kids' bags. I mean, you can put them in... I was more meaning about... Okay, yeah, sure, absolutely. That's what you should do this Halloween. Give, give people foods that drip for trick-or-treating. It's a great idea. Before you anything your sticky, candy, just put the bowl of candy in the microwave for 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and then see how that goes. Don't put a metal bowl in the parents, microwave. Parents will love you. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a last spooky craving that you wanna that you wanna get into of the of this spooktacular scary, frightening Halloween episode. Yeah, I mean, it's really scary. You're gonna have to, like, contain yourself with this okay, one. Okay, okay. It involves knives. Oh, no. And stabbing. Oh, no. It's pumpkin carving. Hell yeah, it is! I mean, oh! 
Ah, scary pumpkin carving. Yeah. Um, pumpkin, pumpkin carving's carving. the best thing Oh, it's ever. so fun. Because it's really, if you can't make a costume, you can at least make a really good pumpkin. Or you can do both. Yeah. Or you can do neither, but we're not talking about you because you're not fun. But if you want to do pumpkin <laughs> carving, yeah. uh, like, there's just so many possibilities. Uh-huh. Especially if you get, like, the really fancy pumpkin carving tools and you oh, start, yeah. like, shaving off some pumpkins so the light sort of comes through, but mm-hmm. not all the way. You make, like, faces. One year I turned a pumpkin into Ghastly? I don't remember. I One year I turned a pumpkin into a Pokemon, and I don't remember which Pokemon. But it was probably the best. Oh, I remember. One year I turned a pumpkin into Coughing, the Pokemon. That's so good. That's very good. Gotta really get that. Adorable. Gotta get that poison type in that yeah. Halloween. Um, I mean, it really had an effect when the pumpkin was decaying and sort of... <laughs> Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Pumpkin carving is great. And I don't think I've done it that many years because I am not the most artistically inclined or good with a knife. And I don't usually know what I want to make a pumpkin of. But I think that pumpkin carving is a, a pretty, it's a fun thing. And it's cool to see what some people can do with like pumpkin carving where they just make incredible things. Pumpkin art is one of my favorite things to see in October. Pump art? And November. Pump cart. Pump cart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Pumpkins in general are a pretty good symbol for Halloween. And, and also then you get to make pumpkin seeds. You do. You make pumpkin seeds. You, you do what you do with the rest of your pumpkin crap. My favorite thing to do is to carve out pumpkins, make pumpkin seeds, continue to never eat your seasoned pumpkin seeds, and then have your pumpkin rot. Great. That's fun. <laughs> I love the rotting part. Yeah, me too, because it's just that that's how life goes. Oh We're all God. rotten on the inside somehow. I don't. Okay, sure. Gotta get some mold in there. Yeah, that's that's the Halloween fact that we are all rotting on the inside. We're all zombies inside. Hey, you ever see pumpkins that are left out until like November yeah. midway? And yeah. they're just like, Sad. mold has gotten to the outside. Yeah, really gross. It's really funny because I just think about how someone has to deal with that and also how they never want to deal with that. Yeah, So so when you do call the pumpkins? Where do you display them? Well, see, the problem with living in an apartment, one year I Mm -hmm. put the pumpkin in the hallway, Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that pumpkins can rot really fast, so Mm. I actually had to throw that pumpkin out before Halloween even happened. Uh, Because the hallway is not outside, it Mm -hmm. stays warm for the all all the time, 24-7, it's warm. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really good place to Yeah, to that's the ideal rot. place to put a, put a pumpkin when you want it to rot instantly. Yeah, basically. So I think this year I'm going to put it on my balcony. Nice! And sort of maybe get a bunch of little pumpkins and then yeah. display them on the uh, ba- balcony sill. That's cute. I, I live in a basement. I don't know where I'm going to display a pumpkin. Maybe outside our, our basement door if I, if I do one. Yeah, um, I mean, see, that's great too, though, because then yeah. you have a pumpkin right beside your entrance door. You do, you do. And that's nice. And that's good. I'm trying to think of, how do we solve the, the craving of needing to carve pumpkins? Do we want to pose different pumpkin shapes or... I mean, you have to organize a pumpkin carving party. We do. Yeah. We and do. so like, what sort of pumpkin carving party? Like, do you get one mm. pumpkin per person? Like, do you get backup pumpkins? I think, I Is think two two people per pumpkin, you get sort of one face on one side of I the pumpkin. I think it's gotta be, I think it's it's gotta be BYOP. Bring your own pumpkin. 
Nice. Um, people can show up with as many pumpkins as they want, and everyone carves together. And you just provide the knives. Yeah, you provide the knives, and the pumpkin carving instruments, whatever. Big spoons to carve the pumpkin they, exactly. on the inside. And then you you all carve your pumpkins together, and it's a great time to do as friends. Because I feel like you, you have to do it as friends. You can't just carve a pumpkin by yourself. That feels like... I mean, I kind of like it. That's fair. It's a little therapeutic, just, you know, stabbing a vegetable or a gourd with a... Uh, <laughs> the knife over and over. Sometimes you just need to stab your gourd. <laughs> um, Sometimes you're just too on gourd. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Not so sure about that one, but... Gourding your feelings a little too much? Claire, please. 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 <laughs> the other thing about this, this pumpkin carving party is you have to... After everyone has carved their pumpkins, you got to do a pumpkin group picture, which is just a picture yeah, of all the pumpkins of all together, um, which is adorable. And do then you, you get to judge everyone by their pumpkins. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, oh, is there a judgment component here? Well, if like you official make it or less unofficial? Fun. Yeah, let's make it less fun and add a competitive opponent. A right p- component. In fact, it is you get another pumpkin if you win, and if you the top three get another pumpkin, and then you have to carve that pumpkin and only the true winner will survive. <laughs> survive. <laughs> the rest of them will become vampires. You'll join my call. <laughs> no, the winner gets to become a vampire. The, all of the losers <laughs> become sires. Great. That's <laughs> high stakes pumpkin <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. If you lose, sorry, that's your life now. Sorry, I know you didn't really know. This wasn't in the description on the event. (laughs) Now that you're here, all the doors are locked. And after the doors disappeared, because I'm a vampire and everyone's hypnotized, they can't see doors anymore. (laughs) I love that you've hypnotized everyone, but have still given people the chance to pumpkin carve for their lives. Yeah. Yeah, this is is great. What sort of, uh, what sort of pumpkin carving do you think you would do? Would you do like carving scary things or carving funny things or just like things you're into? All of the above. Right. So what's the scary funny thing that you're into that you're going to carve on a pumpkin, Claire? What if I just carve my own face but as a vampire with fangs? (laughs) Do I win? that... about that, of course, would be that is also your Halloween costume. So, <laughs> so you I just put the get pumpkin to, on my head. You just you just, no, you put the pumpkin up beside your head and take pictures and be like, look, it's the twin vampires and they're both me. Oh, I could either put the pumpkin on my head and then I could be the headless like vampire horse woman. Exactly, the headless vampire horse woman. And because you're a horse woman, you have to have also just hooves somehow. Okay, so I'm. A vampire centaur. A headless vampire, vampire centaur. centaur. Great. Yeah. Duh. That's that's what it is. That's what pumpkin carving is all about. That's what <laughs> Halloween is all about. You know another thing that you have to be really prepared for around Halloween? What do you have to be prepared for? Jump scares. Jump scares. <laughs> uh, this that has is, been salt craving. <laughs> this has been salt craving spooky edition. Jump scares. Jump scare. I have been Claire. And I have been Brianna. Or have we? Ooh. 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 You 
could find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Salt Cravings. Or maybe you won't. We will have disappeared. Like ghosts into yeah. the salt... Uh, ether. The salt ether. <laughs> the salt dimension. Ooh. Or you can email us at contact at saltcravings.com. Really, and email is the scary part of that. That is, that is really scary. Yeah. Um, like, just the fact that people still use email. We still use email. <laughs> this Halloween, make sure to have fun, be safe, and, uh... And also, don't Jump scare! scare. <laughs>